Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Greetings and salutations. Thank you for lending an ear to the voice of the times for Thursday, October 5th, 2023. For today's editorial, revisiting the EU carbon tariff. There is an important update to a topic we first considered in December of last year, a carbon border adjustment mechanism, CBAM, or carbon import tax, then being considered by the European Parliament. That proposal has been passed into law in the EU and took effect on Sunday, October 1st, and is thus worth another look. Under the COM scheme, an importer will have to declare the emissions linked to the production process of the goods being imported, and if these exceed the European standard, acquire an emission certificate at the price of CO2 in the EU or at the difference between the EU price and the price of the carbon market in the exporting country, if one exists. The law will be implemented in several phases beginning this month. Initially, only the reporting is required, and it is limited to the sectors identified as the most polluting by the European Commission, namely, steel, aluminum, cement, fertilizers and electricity. Imposition of the actual import duties will begin in 2026, with the scheme gradually applied to more products in the years to follow, with the eventual goal of covering virtually everything. Originally, the POM was proposed to apply only to EU-sourced products at first, with applicability to exports to the EU to be phased in later. That, however, has changed in the law as passed, and now all products in the designated categories are included. To be clear, the EU carbon tariff will not have an impact on Philippine trade for at least several years, as it applies to goods the Philippines does not export to the EU and is not likely to in the foreseeable future. However, just as we noted in our commentary on the EU's new product labeling law in yesterday's editorial, the Philippines would be well advised to use the time afforded by the gradual phase in of the law to, on the one hand, prepare for future compliance with it, and on the other, study it for possible application in this country. In fact, the obligation to abide by the COM or something similar may come sooner than anticipated, although not from the EU. The US Congress, partly inspired by the EU's efforts, is currently considering two bills that would impose a similar carbon tax scheme. There are reportedly differences between Republicans and Democrats on certain details in the two proposals, but congressional leaders from the two usually uncooperative parties have said there is wide bipartisan support for the basic idea and that a measure is likely to be crafted within the near future. While maintaining competitive access to major markets such as the EU and the US is obviously a vital concern for the Philippines, as we first noted last December, the new EU law is of more immediate interest as a model for a similar type of scheme that could be implemented here. Not only does it potentially provide a level of protection for domestic industries without running afoul of World Trade Organization WTO, rules, it helps to solve the expensive problem of effectively responding to the effects of climate change. One of the biggest obstacles to our continuing efforts to manage climate change effects is the lack of promised, no-strings-attached funding from developed nations, something that was agreed in the 2015 Paris Agreement but has not yet materialized in any substantial way. Thus, the initiatives the Philippines is able to pursue in terms of emissions reductions, environmental sustainability, adaptation, 
and recovering losses from climate-related calamities are largely self-funded, either from the nation's own resources or through debt instruments. On Wednesday, it was reported that the Philippines received $30.2 billion in loans from OTA, official development assistance, partners in 2022, virtually all of which had some climate response component, regardless of their intended application. Imposing a carbon tariff, from which climate response programs could be financed, could help offset our costs and prevent the country's debt burden from growing. The government should carefully monitor developments in how the EU's COM is implemented, as well as any moves by other countries, such as the US, to create similar schemes. It will take some work to adapt these ideas for use in the Philippines, but we believe the effort will be worthwhile. Our longest trusted English newspaper since 1898. Now available digitally. Computer. Order the Manila Times Digital Edition. Subscribed. Get the Manila Times Digital Edition for less than 2 pesos and 50 centavos per day when you sign up for one year. The Manila Times. New source of choice. Trusted since 1898. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.